0: this is the author's perspective tap a show set to take you behind the scenes of some of your favorite books we will be delving into deeper conversations and let you get to know different authors whilst discussing some of the social issues affecting them we are rm publishers join us as we take you on this literary journey let's tap right into it
1: hi faith Thank you for Hi. joining us on the Author's Perspective.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Rudo. Thank you for the invite. I really appreciate this. Great. Thank you. It
1: mm-hmm. was really lovely meeting you at the Zimbabwe Achievers Awards. Uh, we really did hit it off, didn't we?
0: Yes, we did. We are so <laughs> kind and nice. We really uh, had a great time. It was amazing, you know.
1: Yeah, we were talking about how um it was so good that we were both early, and then we just happened to start talking, and then I, I realized you're an author and all of that. That was really amazing. and you're yeah, a
0: publisher,
1: you know. Yeah. I remember one guy
0: asking that. Oh, are you the is she a publisher? When they saw my books, I said, Oh no, no, we just met today. They were shocked, you know. <laughs> they were sure we just connected it was so nice you it know the people they were so nice everyone was just so kind and oh it was amazing yeah it really, it was a good time yes it was a good really time. Good.
1: Mm. um so i just wanted to introduce you to our audience uh, today we are joined by faith tarengwa she's a public health professional based in the uk uh, she is originally born in Zimbabwe. She's a passionate woman who is all about empowering girls and women. She's the founder of Faith Tawingo Foundation, which donates sanitary pads, toiletries to girls and women. Uh, the foundation also empowers women by assisting with their education and them in courses and help with business startups. Um, and also she's an author <laughs> of two books, uh, what women really want in a man, and settle, and tips for young women before settling down. So wow, uh, you've <laughs> been a really busy bee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're gonna get into into um, the podcast and the interview but first we have a message from our sponsors today we are being sponsored by true destination investments they are your go-to um, company for building your dream home but they do have commercial stands and institutional stands as well as residential stands so let's just listen to this message from them
2: Northgate Heights, permit number MID3-2011 slash is an upmarket low-density suburb situated 10 kilometers from the Guirusi BD with fully serviced and ready-to-build residential, commercial, institutional, and church stands. Prices from 17 US dollars per square meter. Pay 30% deposit and balance over three years. We accept mortgages. Title deeds are available. Contact us on zero 0776-28514 and 712 Email Northgate at TDI.co.zW. Northgate Heights. Build your dreams a home.
1: Right. So let's get into it, Faith. <laughs> um so we read that you are a public health professional in the UK. What does that entail? on a day-to-day?
0: Okay, on a day-to-day basis, uh, I, I do, my work involves the community work, a community engagement. Mm. So on a day-to-day basis, I I cover Wigan, Bolton, mm-hmm. Berry, and Trafford, that's in Greater Manchester. Mm-hmm. So I'm in charge of those boroughs to make sure that we arrange uh, to meet uh, assets and stakeholders so that we can find uh, ways to access uh, people to mm-hmm. test for HIV mm-hmm. and just to do sexual health promotion, mm-hmm. just to encourage people to test. M- most like we target uh, like ethnic minorities because right. obviously most of the time they're the disadvantaged co- uh, community. So right. we try to access those and offer testing. We, ha- we have this uh, test called Rapid HIV Test where we give people results on the spot. Oh, good. So, so yeah, we try to make it easy for the people, you know, because obviously there's that uh, hesitation. People don't want to test. So when you go into the community, I I find that they prefer that because you mm. are coming to them and then offering this service private and all for free. It's a it's a charity organization. Great.
1: So that- and also, yeah. Mm. That's so really important. In, yes, in... yes,
0: yes. And our, our organization uh, supplies condoms. People order condoms online all for free. Right. So it's it's really a, a lovely organization. And, yeah, so that's basically what we do. So I'm in charge of four boroughs in, the, in Greater Manchester. So most of the time I work from home, but then I have to go to the community as well. And uh, twice a week we test. Mm. In Trafford, and in, in the town centre. So yeah, that's mainly my my job, and we have lots of meetings online and in person. It's really nice. Anyway, it's really mm. nice.
1: That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, where yes. do you find the balance to write <laughs> and still uh, do your work? Okay,
0: well, on the writing side, it's like a passion. Mm. It's my passion that I have. You know about women girls and women so usually my brain is more active in the night right so yeah I'm quite creative in the night so all these ideas that come in the night and then that's how it started as a joke you know like I was just I used to write quotations a lot Mm. quotations quotations and then until that time of COVID Mm-hmm. I had lots of time in my hands. So mm-hmm. I started doing some uh, legal videos on YouTube, just giving tips to women, just, just talking about different topics that affect people, you know, in love and relationships. Mm-hmm. So when I did that video, my daughter just said, oh, mom, I think you should write a book. I said, well, oh, me write a book. I don't think uh, mm-hmm. you know, something that I'm, because at the end of the day, I wasn't looking to write, you know, them, Big, big books, you know, like mm. lots of pages. All I wanted was more like just giving tips. Right. So until one day in the night, I just started writing. And so my first book was Tips for Young Women Before Settling Down. So I started putting my points and writing. That's how the whole journey started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was thinking like, oh, my book is like a booklet. So where do I find someone who can uh, publish for me? So mm. that's when I found a publisher, who managed to do the book. Mm. So, yeah, that's how the journey started. So it's more like a passion.
1: Right.
0: Whenever I, I feel creative, I just write and I write. I keep on writing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just love writing, yeah. Which is awesome. Um, yeah. So we're going to yeah. come back to tips for young women before settling down. I'm really interested in what women really want in a man because I love the cover design. Yeah. Of all. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. yeah, <laughs> um, <too. laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. then um you there there are the contents that you have in here. You yeah. have a few things that sort of talk about what women really want in a man. So Things like God-fearing, being kind-hearted and generous, uh, being supportive and helpful, ambitious and hardworking. Maybe I'll let you do all the talking, (laughs) but I just really (laughs) wanted to like... uh, Go over the chapters. Yeah, hammer in on the loving and romantic part. Okay, no, fine. <laughs> page, <All right>. 22. <laughs> okay. page 22. Page okay. yeah. 22. I'm on, I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. uh, because
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, it says on page 24, most women want a man who is loving and romantic. Women love being in love, being caressed and treated like queens, so forth. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I just wonder from from the Uh, cultural perspective I don't know because we are both from Africa
0: yes yes
1: people don't tend to unless obviously it happens (laughs) behind closed doors (laughs) Uh, people don't really tend to because I I don't really know if our mothers you know being oldest they are bless them if they had the cuddling and the caressing and all of that because it's really yeah. just about being yeah. a woman and having children and um because that's I also think that's maybe where the background of most men are coming from from a place mm-hmm. where a woman is just there she has mm-hmm. kids, yeah. um, and him being the provider. So all these caressing things that are now happening, isn't that coming from like watching too many movies?
0: Movies. <laughs> anyway, that's debatable, my dear, because you know it depends. You know, we all grew, grew up in in different ways, and we saw different things. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is. From my perspective, when I was growing up, I, I, I can say that my dad was a romantic man. Right. I used to, see what is, I used to buy my mom flowers for Valentine's, oh. take my mom out. So I, I saw that, uh, you know, it's possible even in that kind of environment of um, African culture, you know, the way women are seen as uh, someone, someone who just uh, take care of the home, take care of the children, cook for the husband. That's how we grew up knowing anyway, that women have to take care of their husband. The husband will go go to work, look for money to feed the family. The woman will will cook for the family, take care of the kids. So in a way, like I was saying, that maybe we didn't see that romantic side. But to be honest, I've seen uh, loving couples back home. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, if they don't have food, nothing much, they're poor, but they will be so loving, loving each other, you know, in that environment. Yeah. In that limited space, you see a family having one room, a fridge, everything in that same room, but the love that is there. So, I mean, I've I've seen couples actually so so loving and romantic to each other. Mm. But then on the other hand, as well, what I've seen as well, women maybe couples, what happens is after so many years of marriage, you know, sometimes it goes down that romantic part. Mm. It goes down because there's nothing new there, kids have grown. That side goes down, but it's different for everyone. Some days still, i not a when the kids they are grown.
1: Right, yeah. So, But
0: from my own perspective, like me, the generation that I grew up, for me, I, I love romance and uh, being laughed. It feels so good. Mm. That's why I find that for me, uh, the, my own opinion is if a woman likes that, sometimes they will crave it. But it depends as well. Like uh, we discussed before, that sometimes some people are not into it. But from my own side, I will feel like if you're a woman and you're lacking that love or romantic romance from a man, you cra- end up craving it outside,
1: right. I think.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think it's important somehow, somehow. I think it's very important. We all need it. But it's shown in different ways. Your man could show his love by just the way he just treats you, maybe cooks for you, helps you around with the kids, helps you to clean the house. That's another side that can make a woman feel good. Mm. sometimes you actually need that physical you know touch er, er, often you know a man Mm. touching you openly and you know that physical you know connection regularly so it's different for everyone Mm. because even when i'm I'm writing the book i just write from my own perspective and also what other women say you know when you're talking at work Mm. and you know friends you know just how we discuss Mm. you know yeah everyone i feel like most people like to be laughed you know they just love that feeling. You know, we see them videos on social media, like what you're saying, that maybe the influence is coming out from the um,
1: this generation.
0: Two couples hugging, uh, you know, <laughs> dancing together. You know, so I wonder if you don't have that, whether it would affect you or you feel like left out, that I wish I had a husband who touches me like that or a boyfriend who touches me like that. That depends on everyone. But for my own perspective, I feel like it's very important because that's what connects you to a man. At the end of the day, we've got brothers. and in in, in, Where we grew up, we've got brothers. And so what can you get that your, your own family can't give you in a man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to go with a man and you live like brother and sister, then you might as well stay at home. <laughs> 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 because <laughs> there's no difference. in Because if you don't have that physical connection and romance, then I think... I don't know. I don't know what would uh bind a couple together if there's no romance, it would be very hard because mm. I believe that God created that to connect yeah. people. Yes. I was
1: going to say because mm. you write also mm. about being God fearing mm. in chapter yeah. one. Mm. So how does that tie with uh the romantic side of things? Uh God fearing is that what I've seen in life life is uh um, if a man fears
0: God no matter what you encounter or any problems that you go through together as a couple, the way you, that you resolve those issues depends on that. Cause there's some men that when there's an issue that that, that issue cannot be solved because it's going to go to that level whereby it's out of control. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if a man knows God, he will come down. He will remember God's teachings about patience, love, you know, forgiveness, you know, otherwise there's some people who cannot even forgive.
1: Uh, what about um Mm. if a woman likes a guy who who is not a believer for me to be
0: honest i'm not i'm not saying that a believer has to be someone serious who goes to church always praying for me i feel like uh to know god is just in the heart You know, I mean kindness, loving, it's just in the heart. But I'm not gonna talk about how you should behave, whether you shouldn't drink. May I love men who drink, that's my opinion, because I, I don't mind the men who drinks alcohol. Mm. You know what I mean? But what I, I I'll, I'll prefer is the heart, because I don't I, I wouldn't say that oh yes, you have to go to church and be like no alcohol, nothing, no, no, no. You can still be God fearing and, and still drink alcohol. For me, it's just about the behavior after. If you're going to drink and lose control, then definitely that's something there. But I wouldn't say that uh, I have to say, oh, they should behave a certain way. They shouldn't take this or they shouldn't go out, you know, partying or whatever. No, no, it's not about that. But just to know God, you know who to call in terms of trouble, in terms of happiness, you know, to say thank you, God, for everything you're doing to me. Mm. It's not by just luck or something, because as well, even if things are good, who do you give gratitude to God, or you just think, "Oh, I'm too, so I'm so clever, I'm mm. so smart, I'm a scientist, and that's why I'm making all this big money."
1: Mm. But
0: I want a man who says that it's God who, who's who's giving me these blessings. I like yeah. a man who gives gratitude to God. I think
1: that that's yeah. uh, also mm. going back to your first book, uh, tips mm-hmm. for young women, because there's um a chapter on mm-hmm. don't ignore red flags, and mm-hmm. in there you talk about um drinking being a red flag I is that like a contradiction <laughs> Not really. if, you, if you read properly if
0: you read properly it's not that drinking is a red flag but yeah. drinking too much and misbehaving after yes so if as you go deeper you will understand that it's not about drink. drinking itself is not an issue mm-hmm. but i think someone has to know when to stop right in the behavior because we have people who, who drink and then up to this point or they don't know when to stop Mm-hmm. and then the behavior so that's what i'm talking about is the behavior and it's nice for a man to know when to stop because if they don't know when to stop even when you try to talk to them to say oh they will know they will, they will, it will cause big arguments they get yeah. really stuck on so i think it's just about control yeah. drinking it so it's just like you now let's say we say let's go out we have some wine. You know when to stop. You say, "Faith, I think I've had enough." You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I, I believe that every person should know when to stop. But then, if you don't care, you just keep on drinking, drinking until until you lose control of your behavior. You, you just you just lose it and you just misbehave around people. So that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah. That's oh, kind you're of selling thing. me out
1: a little bit there, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: about drinking too <laughs> so much, to be honest.
1: Not, not drinking yourself. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Because <laughs> I think that ties in with communication. Because um, uh, you say that communication is very essential in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Without it, you don't believe that the relationship can be solid. Um, what sort mm-hmm. of advice can you give to people um, about what communication looks like?
0: Okay. For me, communication is very important because it involves being open to your other half, you know, sharing at every stage that you you pass through as a couple, being able to just, you know, talk about anything that you are facing with your couple, with your, with your partner, sorry, mm-hmm. or with your husband. I think it, it brings some sort of closeness as well when you are able to talk and share about what everything, every situation, every emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I think it's very important because if you're not able to com- communicate, I think it will cause a disconnection as a couple. Mm. That's when you start to, to suspect certain things because there's no communication there. So you start uh, having some ideas in your head, like, oh, maybe it's because of this. Maybe. But if you communicate, you understand that sometimes the way we think is not exactly what it is. So I believe communication is very important because it connects people. Right. I yeah. think also yeah. it, it sort yeah. of
1: ties into what you say um, on the next page, uh, choose a man who is supportive and encourages you to grow, even if, mm-hmm. you, even if you are or you become successful more than them. Um, mm-hmm. But you can only know that they are supportive and encouraging if you're communicating with them.
0: Exactly. Letting them in and involving them, you know, like, uh, oh, I'm doing this. Let them know that, okay, I, I have an opportunity to do this and that. Let them know, don't leave them out, you know, so that even when things change or things go up, at least they will know they're involved. They don't yeah. have to suspect certain things. Oh, that means you did something to get that position, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> did you sell your body to get that position or anything? So, it's very important for a men to be supportive and not being threatened by your career or your success.
1: Yeah. You but know, but on the flip side, me. mm-hmm. are men communicative? Because this is all well and good telling women to communicate, but what about men do they communicate, in your opinion?
0: Yeah, men by right are supposed to communicate. If the relationship is healthy, I think they're supposed to be communication. A man will tell you about all his, his plans, what's happening at work or his business plans. He would discuss with his partner or his wife about opportunities coming up, about what he wants to do with the opportunities coming. I see a lot of men doing that. As long as you, you're honest and you're a great couple, you have a healthy relationship. But then again, you know, like I always say if you in my in my books that every, every situation is different. People, you know, we can't say there's a way that you have to do things. What, what works for me might not work for the other person. So I'm mm-hmm. quite open-minded. I don't want to be too judgmental about how couples, but I don't believe you should hide from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I don't think it works because that's your partner, that's your wife that is there for you. Mm-hmm. So if you hide... If something happens, what are you going to do? And your wife doesn't even really know that you had gone somewhere or you're you doing something with your career if you if you hide from them. And obviously, that means when you hide that and then you have to hide your income, everything.
1: Everything, <laughs> From yes. there,
0: yeah, because, yeah. Of yeah. course, there's different ways in Africa. We see it in the movies. Sometimes men, is, maybe a woman doesn't know the man is a criminal.
1: Mm. The man is
0: hiding to protect the family so the woman just think oh he's making money but we don't know how he's making the money it happens as well Mm. and find it working because as long as the man is providing some women are not bothered really to look deep into where the money is coming from so Mm. yeah but
1: going back to what women really want in a man page 32 Mm -hmm. it talks about uh these feministic ideas about how a man should love and care for their wives regardless of beliefs and culture Um, being able to cook for her, help her with house chores, help to babysit uh, and all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think that's sort of um, something that's happening or how can men be helped to understand that it's okay to help women uh, do some of these things?
0: Uh, That issue is very, very uh, complicated because, like what I said, our background... Was always about women doing more, mm. taking care of the family, cooking. It 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 it's like if a man cooks in back home when you're growing up, they think oh maybe akash Kiswa or something, mm. you know those kind of things, yeah. So we never really saw our fathers cooking that much. Of course, my father used to cook here and there but it's not it's, it was a scene as if something not normal but then again life has changed especially most of us who, who are living in the diaspora here mm. you will need that help from your men because you you've got all of you are working the kind of like we don't have much help like you cannot get a maid here it's hard mm. to afford a maid or someone to help out in the house or to hire a caterer to come and cook for you mm. so we need each other we need to support each other i think a lot of men have now changed their mindset about that. But in the beginning, it was really hard, you know, changing that mindset where, where we're coming from and trying to sort of like adapt to this Western culture of saying you have to be helpful. Mm. You see men pushing Prem, dropping kids in school, you know, yeah. changing baby diapers. Before, you know, I remember growing up, it was something taboo, like <laughs> we meant to food, diaper, all those things. But we've had to adapt for a relationship to work and for, uh, a family to balance if you don't help your wife that means she will struggle and she can't even keep her career because she'll be so tired mm. she can't cope so many have seen how important it is when you help each other as a family We we'll all bring an income and you we'll help each other to pay bills and take care of the kids take care of the family mm. you know i believe it's part of love you know don't do it as saying that it's just a duty do it out of love I the don't... kids are, 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 both, are both your kids anyway it's yeah. not like you're doing a your favor, uh, uh, taking care of your kids. I know that sometimes we talk bad and say, My husband is babysitting, but that's his baby. He's not babysitting, <laughs> he's not doing us a
1: favor. <laughs> it's our baby. It's he's called parenting. Of I think. Uh, parenting, yes. It's exactly. not called babysitting. Yes. And
0: when we cook food, it's for all of us. It's exactly. not just for you. you're not cooking. You're cooking food for the children, for your family. But then again, sometimes men, I think, they protect themselves, they fear women taking advantage sometimes women will take advantage of that as well that's a problem cool. that's why some men they are stuck in their ways and say me i'm not going to do that because sometimes women misuse that uh, you know when men become so nice like that sometimes some women misuse that That's right. you know so yeah sometimes the women were wrong as well um,
1: Like you said previously, it's it's a mindset thing and Mm. how you work out things in your relationship and how you Mm -hmm. sit down to talk about, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and you can do this and I can do that when mm. there is, like, that mutual um, understanding. Yeah, understanding. Yes, yes, Yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think maybe <laughs> that works <feels> better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I, mm. I really am enjoying reading through your books and I'm, I'm <laughs> so excited for you for uh, what you, so you have put together. This is very important in helping people understand because sometimes you can mm-hmm. meet someone and mm-hmm. read or talk to them about how they see things, it's it's when someone sees things from a different perspective to you, yes. you can mm-hmm. sort of get an understanding in, yes. in what others uh, see view things, or How view they see Exactly. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You see in my books, if you notice, I always mention how, how I see things because it's very important. I don't want to be like... A, saying that I know it's just my own perspective, mm. the way I see the world, the way I see things, for, mm. of the way I've learned from my own mistakes. That's why I wrote this book, Tips for Young Women, because this book talks about how important it is to take your time, get to know someone very well, yes. because our beliefs are different. But the two of you, if it works for you, what he believes and what you believe, then you know you can settle it down together. Mm. But then again, if you rush and stick with someone, then after two years down the line, you realize, oh, my God, we're not compatible. Mm. We're so different. We're so, so different. The way you think, things, the way discipline keys, everything is just so different. So that's why it's very important. It, I, I talk about in the book not to rush certain stages yes. because you'll be shocked that, about how different you can be if you don't take your time to get to know someone on the way, or, or the way how they see the world.
1: You just yes.
0: sort of like a uh, meet somewhere you can't all be the same but mm. if you could compromise your beliefs and or maybe say okay I know that we don't agree on this but can we live together in this situation because at the end of the day we, we if you do shortcut they'll still come back to bite us you know exactly because we'll the pleasure will not work will not work that's that, that's why I wrote this book from my own experience that I you just rush sometimes thinking oh I, I know everything I'm so clever I never <laughs> at any time when problems start popping in a relationship, just from finances, the way you see things the, like what we're talking about, our house chores, and the way that we, we relate to our relatives, to our family, how close we are. Some, you sometimes can marry someone who's really, really close to his sister as his mother. Mm. So close that sometimes it becomes a threat to you. <laughs> mm. It's vice A man can marry a woman as well like that in that situation. So... It's, it's very hard if you don't understand each other, if you don't take time to to get to know each other and make sure that definitely there's a chance here we can have a future the way it's, we see the world. Yeah. Yeah. Your dreams as well. You know, there's nothing as hard as if you're an ambitious person and you're someone who's, who lacks ambition. Mm. It's so, so hard. Mm. So, so hard. So that's why it's very important, you know, to take your time. I'm not saying that you get 100% what you want, but at least if you get most of what you want, you know, it might work out,
1: right? But and I think that that, <laughs> that ties into compatibility, because yes, you yes, have to. Yes. Is there like compatibility <laughs> tests? Like, how do people know which how to to be compatible?
0: I think compatibility is uh more for me. The way I see it is just how you view the world. Mm. For how you view the world, how your beliefs. Mm. And yeah, I think for me that's compatibility because that, that's what's gonna uh make you live together. Mm. How you, what you believe about career is there a limit to what one can do career wise? You know how you raise children, just uh, how you relate to people around you. Yes, you know what I mean, so I think for me that's compatibility. The way, so obviously when you are getting to know each other, the way you view things, you can see his behavior. They can see your behavior and say okay she doesn't want people around she mm. doesn't like people. For me i like being around people so can it mm. work you know as a couple because i've seen a lot of couples even that kind of issue whereby
2: maybe the woman likes to
0: keep to herself but the mm. men like socializing or the other way the woman likes to be free talking to people but the man doesn't like that mm. so how do you cope as a couple then in that situation that means you have to shut people out because if you bring in people there's going to be fights and all that so it's just too many things a very broad topic
1: so that's
0: an example of uh, compatibility because if you're not compatible in that sense it's gonna be very hard
1: yeah um, but if
0: you're I, dating you can start seeing those signs that okay i think james is a very free guy He likes being around people he likes chilling with people so am i that type can i fit into his lifestyle can he fit into my lifestyle you know what i mean
1: so yes, I think that you, you mentioned mm. um, dating and tips uh, for mm-hmm. settling down because mm. it's important to know someone before you sort of settle down with them, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of these mm-hmm. things are sort of tying into get to know the person before you Even settle, when you settle come down.
0: To even when it comes to love and romance, we all want yeah. different things. So when you start to know that, okay, I think my partner likes this kind of thing. She, she likes it when I take it out. She likes it when I take it for surprise meals. She likes it. So you start to get to know what your person wants. So you work with that. Yeah, you can't copy that what Susan likes they saw copy what Susan likes, copy mm-hmm. what your partner likes, were all different. If she likes staying in the house, she likes the surprises in the house. Mm. Do it in the house, bring her something in the house. Or if you feel like that your man likes being taken out, or something, you, you just make the effort as a woman. It takes two to tango in him. It?
1: it does.
0: It's <laughs> not yeah. one-sided. Yeah. Well, so that's it's... what I said That is different for everyone. I might say romance is important, but how you express it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it's gonna work different for everyone yeah.
1: but still on mm-hmm. that topic of romance i was reading mm-hmm. about uh, people who are on the spectrum <laughs> because you get up people who are very romantic and then you get people who are is it asexual
0: yeah that's a problem when those two they meet now so what what happened when they were dating to get to Mm, that thing mm.
1: so what did
0: they think at the time when they're dating did they wait before sex did they upset yeah because you know
1: sometimes people say (laughs) uh, sorry to to cut you short but you know people say you need to wait before uh, for marriage before certain things happen so sometimes say you marry someone Mm -hmm. and then everything else was okay like the romance side uh -hmm. they were taking you out you felt like you were compatible with them uh you Mm -hmm. went for romantic meals you met the family family is great and everything and then when it comes Mm -hmm. to to doing the sexual things then they don't like it Oh, so <laughs> so how do you know before marriage? I mean, like I'm, I'm probably gonna get into a yeah. lot of trouble with pastors. But... Okay, okay, yeah, by by right, that's what we're told—no sex yeah. before marriage.
0: But then let's be honest. For me, the way I see the world now is changed. So my, especially the environment that we're in, a lot of young women that are having sex before marriage anyway. But they they're taking contraception to make sure that they don't have babies before time. So, most of the time, the couples that are there nowadays, they already know each other, you know, in that mm. way. So, but, okay, if you want to give me exa- give an example from a person who says, okay, I'll abstain until marriage. Mm. Sometimes I've had a few problems with that uh, that method because the time you get home now, uh, it's time to start having a life. I remember one, one person that I know. The woman wa- wa- was so scared of the romance party. She she, she used to, so scared she couldn't be intimate with the husband mm. for a while after marriage, you know. So it can be vice versa. Sometimes it can be the yes. man as well. Mm. Yeah, panics and they can't even do anything. So the woman is shocked, like, what do I do? Should I tell my aunties what's happening? The man is is, is not touching me. What should I yeah. do? No, I so was some, just
1: asking. I think that because- one is torture. Yeah, I was just asking because we were talking about compatibility. Like, if everything mm-hmm. else checks out and yes, then you yes. get to the point where, okay, it's it's wedding time and we get married, but then on the honeymoon, you nothing know, happens. That one is a, So we
0: can say, okay, maybe let's say give it time, say they panicked or whatever, and give, give it time to see if that can be solved. If that one can't be solved, ah, I don't know what will save that marriage. <laughs> i'm
1: just yeah i'm just inquisitive because i was really reading about uh, asexual people so i don't know maybe somebody can comment and let us know what they think about this type of thing but also um yeah it's it's you work in sexual health so you, yeah and sometimes you, you know understand. it's caused by people having conditions as well you know it's caused yes. by people having
0: conditions. sometimes some people have fibros which give them pain yes some people have issues with vaginal dryness mm. you know some people have uh, erectile dysfunction mm. you know also that can cause all those things so in terms of health on the health side you know in that case you know then obviously you have to help your partner or your husband seek help Yes. You know, there's is an issue. That's that's what love's involve patients, isn't it? The patient mm-hmm. is part of the package. So if you love someone and you see that there's a problem, they can seek medical help and solve the problems it can be solved because yes. it's not their will, but it's a condition. So and when it comes to such people, we can't even you know, we we we, we can't even count them as they're not romantic. It's just <laughs> they have a condition. Yeah. yeah, they have a condition. So it's just a matter of patience. Yeah, and some people just feel pain and sometimes women we have problems when we're having babies mm. we have complications that cause us sometimes after having babies mm. you know there's postnatal depression as well that can cause a woman you know to change from what she used to be she loses confidence and she just there's a lot of issues that can affect that part mm. so it's not gonna just be sweet but when you write in general you just say love ro- love and romance is important because in general if things are good it's important Mm. you know if things are good but when there's this problem then work on getting getting it getting solved.
1: Help. Yeah. yeah well yeah. thank you so much yeah. Faith, for joining us today oh, uh, it's yeah. been so lovely chatting to you and mm-hmm. all the important work that you're doing in the community mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. do you just want to touch on uh, your foundation and how people can support you
0: Okay, okay, yes. Uh, I started a foundation last year because of my passion uh, for, for girls and women. I always think that if women and girls are not supported, you know, they will get into situations due to desperation. Mm-hmm. If it's young girls, you know, if they lack just basic necessities like pets and you know, they can even prostitute or sell their bodies just to get that pocket money, just mm. to buy the basic necessities. And, and then with women, I thought about single women or women who are in abusive relationship. They are staying there because they, they don't have anywhere to go. They're thinking about the kids. Mm. If I don't get help, who's going to take care of me if I leave this man, even if he's abusing me? I, I can't leave him, you know? So I thought about those people. That's where the passion came from. Mm. I started a long time ago just assisting people, you know, like I'm that kind of person. Who likes to help out but i was doing it underground mm. i thought okay i'm gonna wait until i'm rich so that i do a charity mm. but I just what came through you know i just mm. started because there was a group i used to have talking with girls mm. so i thought okay i'm just talking to these girls i need to find out more about what who they are really are and i realized some of them were orphans and all that mm. so i thought no man this is the time to start i should do something for the girls. that's when i started my foundation mm. where we, start, we, we give a package every three to four months the package would contain uh, sanitary pads, uh, toiletries. Mm. That's what the initial plan. But then I realized that okay, at the end of the day, even if you supply just sanitary pads and toiletries, but these people they could be hungry. Mm. You know, these are orphans and people you know were struggling to make ends meet, especially around the COVID time. That's when we started. Mm. So I say I end up doing a package with a few basic uh, food. Uh, Food uh, stuffs, you know, mm. together with the sanitary pads and toiletries, so we make it, made it into a package. If you can see my page, Fred Tavengo Foundation, mm-hmm. you can see pictures of the package that we give to people. So we sta- we started like that, and then I, I was assisted with, by my parents mm. and another girl that I work with there in Zimbabwe. So, so my parents were there when it started. They would deliver the stuff uh, to the people. So in the meantime, we have twenty girls. That's what I can manage financially. Mm. But then I, I, I'm, I'm asking for support. If anyone can help us, we can mm. expand. Because it's really painful when you, you have to choose that, okay, I'm going to just give to these 20 people. Mm. But you know the need is high. You know, there's, there's many people that help. So if yeah. anyone is willing to help us, they can just inbox, DM. Or, you know, if they want to. You know, even nothing is legal, you know, even one pound, even five pounds. You know, when we are doing our round, we always announce on our pages to say, okay, we're going to be shopping our packages on such a date if anyone wants to help so if anyone is willing to assist us with any legal they have it doesn't have to be a lot Mm. it can do a lot you know legal money can do a lot that side for the people yes yeah so that's how we started and unfortunately my parents died along the way you know doing a great job last year they died from covid in july So I've had to, you know, reboot and start all over again. Without them, it was hard. But Mm. I my mother came into my dream and said, My daughter, you have to continue. Mm. So I thought, no, I can't give up. Let me continue to do the job because obviously they wouldn't want me to stop helping those kids because they died. You know, I mean, Mm. so I believe that, you know, that's why she came through in my dream to say I should continue. So thank God we managed to proceed. I've got support people I work with where I send uh, the money and they buy the 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 foodstuffs and then they go and deliver. Yes. In the meantime, I just got a few people who assist me, you know, just, you know, people just were moved. They just assist in every little way they can, but we need more support. We need more help, you know. The girls in the meantime, they're based in Plawayo. That's where I grew up in Plawayo. Yeah. So yeah, the girls that I'm I'm, I'm helping, they're based in Plawayo. In Often there are 15 girls and two women right yes yeah 15 girls and two women and then and another three were disabled so all in all is, is 20. 20 people well if you, we... page, if you notice on my page we've got three disabled girls that were helping their own wheelchairs and then yeah they so they're in different parts but all together they are 20 in different parts of No. Oh, thank you for mm-hmm.
1: the wonderful yeah.
0: work that you're doing yeah, um, so if so if people buy my books, you know, they'll be supporting the charity because the money when I write these books is to raise money as well because mm-hmm. of my passion for women and giving tips, that money goes to, towards the charity as well. So if you buy a book, you support our charity.
1: Yes. they yeah, are gonna put yeah, all yeah. the links down mm-hmm. and um where people can buy the books as well. Um, mm-hmm. is it safe to tell people that we've stolen? Fate Tamengwa, she's joining us <laughs> <laughs> on to the RM publisher. Yes,
0: yes, yeah. Runo saw me the saw the I saw you like, gala.
1: Yes, I, want, I want that book, please. I want it in my catalogue. <laughs> yes, yes. So we yes, managed yes. to that convince nice. Faith to join yeah. RM Publishers. So welcome yeah. aboard. Oh Thank you, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. thank you. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that you continue with uh, the great work that you're doing and we can always continue to have more chats on Instagram, yeah. on other social yeah. media networks and just make sure that uh, the message is going out there. So do I you absolutely. have any final words?
0: Okay. Um, I'll just say thank you for this opportunity You know, to talk to me. And get to know me. I hope people are listening and will support what we do. You know, uh, just think about the girls. I know sometimes people think they have to have a lot to help, but a little helps, you know, nothing is legal for me. Mm. If you want to assist our foundation, I'll be very grateful. You can contact me on our pages, Faith Tavenga Foundation. I will really appreciate that.
1: Great.
0: Well, And if anyone anyone has questions about my books, you know, you can DM me, you're free to DM me if you want to know more when I understand what the book is about, you know, just, just DM me on yeah. Instagram or on Facebook, we're there as well, on Facebook, just DM me.
1: Awesome. Yeah, um, DM well, me. thank you so much, Faith. Yeah. Uh, you have a lovely day and hope oh, to, to speak to you. you again soon. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank All you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Northgate Heights, permit number MID3-2011 slash is an upmarket low-density suburb situated 10 kilometers from the Guirusi BD with fully serviced and ready-to-build residential, commercial, institutional, and church stands. Prices from 17 US dollars per square meter, pay 30% deposit, and balance over 3 years. We accept mortgages. Title deeds are available. Contact us on 0 Zero seven seven six two eight five double one four and zero seven one two eight three six six five four. Email Northgate at tdi.co.zW. Northgate Heights. Build your dreams a home.